Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. The Colts broke the three-game losing streak in Carolina. We will talk about the game against the Panthers, look ahead to the trip to Germany to play the Patriots, and we will talk about our good week in the Unstable Pick 6. So here we go. Yes, glorious weather in Carolina. Charlotte uh, Zaire did not play to continue his tackling league lead. Still in the lead, though. I I checked. I'm not. I'm not sold on that. I I was checking. You can check right check. now. That's fine. Um. But. Yep. Zaire's still up by four, hundred two to ninety eight. Interesting on Oluquan or Edwards. Edwards. Okay. I wonder if he was out too. No, he had 15 tackles that day. He was the leading tackler. All right. Well, anyway, even without Zaire there, Kenny Moore, two pick sixes in one game. First player in Colts history with two of those in one game. That is terrific stats. He also had eight tackles and two passes defensed. Shaq with 10 tackles. Sigun Lube had six tackles. Stepped in for Zaire. Had the green dot on his helmet getting the calls in. Yeah. Cool step for him. Yeah. Didn't he also have a pick? He did also have a pick, yes. Yeah. Yep. The Kind of the uh, game ender there at the end. Mm-hmm. Buck had four tackles, one sack, two tackles for losses, two passes defended, and two quarterback hits. Yeah, he was kind of all over the place uh, mm-hmm. there in that backfield. Uh, mostly in their backfield. Yep. Uh, first career sacks for Adetomiwa Adabare and Eric Johnson. Yep. Total yards, 198 to 275 for the Panthers. Right. And the time of possession was 29 to 31 also for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Both teams had one for two in the red zone, and the Panthers were better on third down. So what was the difference? The turnover battle. What? What? Really? Yeah. The turnovers made that big of a difference? I mean, especially whenever two of them are pick sixes. That's true. That's that, true. that probably negates the yards. Yeah. What did what did, what, The final score was 27 to 13. Yeah. Which means I was you were close. Really I was, close I was a prediction. point. Wait, was I a point off? Yeah, you Four said 27-17. Point, four points off. Yeah. Which means, though, that they won by 14 points. How many points did Kenny Moore score? 12. 12. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Matt Gay, mm-hmm. for those extra couple. Yep. Uh, PATs make a big difference in the game, don't they? Oh, they do. We've Mr. been practicing that a lot. Mr. Also Kicker, <laughs> in addition to being a running back. Uh, and uh, semi-quarterback and semi-receiver. 
and safety and linebacker, you know, yeah, all the yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to six man football. Everybody yes. does everything. Everybody does everything. Um, so they won by 14 points. Um, yeah, 14 points off of turnovers. And so interesting how one of my keys to the match, keys to the game almost every time is protect the ball, take the ball. And look at that. It mm-hmm. happens. What? The Colts are now 4-0 and when they win the turnover battle. Yep. And they are 0-5 when they don't. Mm-hmm. Meaning it, the turnovers are tied or... Uh, or they lose it. Yeah. The Panthers also had twice as many penalties mm-hmm. as the Colts, and so which might cause that some. that definitely can stall drives out. We've uh, the Colts have been a victim of that uh, at times as well. Yeah. All right. Your Mayflower move of the game, sir. What was your Mayflower move of the game? See, I've got options. You can. Uh huh. Uh, I think I know what you're going with, so I'm going to do something a little uh, different. Uh, JT had a good game. Despite his stats, he was big where he needed to be big. Okay. Um, I say that first touchdown from him kind of got things rolling. Um, Yes, our offense didn't do the greatest, which is fine because our defense uh, recovered from that, recovered for that. Yeah. so I, I give it to the Jonathan Taylor first touchdown, just the extra effort to spin mm. his body, get yep. the ball across. Yep. And it was like barely before that's experienced yep. running back right there to get it across barely before he yep. touches the ground. Yep. Um, also that was only his fourth career receiving touchdown. I love that they're using him much more as a receiver mm-hmm. in these different uh, concepts. Cause what did we talk about all last year? Like you, you're not using the game. Uh, appropriately and using your bat your backs in all the multiple ways they can be because yeah. the extension of the run game is the slips uh slip screens you know all the short stuff to the backs right and so uh kudos to the offense for doing that yep um my mayflower move is the kenny moore second pick six for 66 yards i think is what it went for yep um so um, nothing against the first one. The first one was amazing. But the second one happened at a time where uh, the Panthers are seeing a little bit of more success and they're actually driving into Colts territory uh, before that happens. And so uh, amazing, amazing job there. Your mm-hmm. start of the game then? Uh, I think I know who you're going with. I'm going with my Mayflower move person, JT. Like I said, it wasn't super huge stats. No one on the offense was major stats. Um, But he was there to make big plays whenever he needed to. And I applaud him for that because that is being a team player. All right. Um, My star of the game is Sagoon. I'm just kidding. I I would love to give it to him. He did great. Yeah, he did. Louie did great, but it's Kenny Moore. Yeah. not okay. Everybody's gonna talk about the pick sixes, right? Because mm-hmm. they scored all the points and they were flashy and everything. But what he's doing in this season is absolutely incredible. Do you want me to pull it up? You can pull it up. Um, we we saw these. He's first. He's top three in a whole bunch of stats for a cornerback. Um, and I think it's the un- the uniqueness of where he plays in the nickel in the slot. Um, 
And I think the thing is, like, that's why they didn't want to move him out because he's seen so many different variations of success there. Mm -hmm. um, because in this game alone, what what's the Panthers' number one offensive weapon? Bryce Young. Who does he throw to the most, though? Uh, who is it? I gotta. Oh yeah, Adam Thielen. Yes. Uh, it's not enough notes to get sued on that one, so I think we're good. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but he took Thielen completely out of the game. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just that he got to pick sixes. I think the two picks that he got were not even against Thielen, but he took Thielen so far out of the game they had no nowhere else to go with it. All right. Give us the stats there for uh, Kenny Moore. 61 total tackles, 46 of them solo. Both of those first among cornerbacks. Okay. Three interceptions, which is third among cornerbacks. Okay. One and a half sacks. Seven tackles for a loss, which is first among all defensive backs. Okay. Five passes defended. Two, six, two pick sixes, which is second in the NFL. And the caption says, lightning in a bottle. Yep. Uh, so... He is doing, and so these these TFLs, these sacks as well, are what's coming because he's in the nickel. He's at the corner. As he, he's uh, not on the edge. Uh, he's got that slot uh, locked down. Yep. Question is, can we get more of the same in Germany? <laughs> Play words. Against the Patriots. Our keys to the game are next after this. We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email theunstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. Plexus is a platform. Yes, it's all natural plant-based vitamins and supplements, but it gives us the opportunity to share our lives with others and it can do the same for you. Go to plexusworldwide.com slash growinguphall to get started today. Next up, it's the Patriots. The Patriots in Germany. Thankfully, it's their home game, but we don't have to go to Foxborough to play them. Yes. Like we did last year. The Patriots, don't be fooled, they are coming on strong in some spots here lately. Uh, kind of hitting a groove a little bit, but at the same time, they're still only 2-7. and seven. Yep. So... Uh, I have not. I have not witnessed a two and seven Bill Belichick team to my recollection. I I don't remember one either. Um, so, so the news is that uh, there is he may be on the chopping block. Really, Belichick? If he comes back two and eight from Germany, going into the bye week, bye week is a good transitional time. It gives is. yourself a little bit more time. Belichick on the chopping block. How amazing would it be for the Colts to have an opportunity to send Bill Belichick packing for good from the Patriots? That would be that would be a delight to see. I, I don't, not, I don't not because of Belichick. I mean, yeah, he's he's it's, controversial. It's all of the Patriots over time that have caused mm -hmm. so much heartache and frustration. I wouldn't say that this is that if the if, if the Colts can send him on his way that that would be better than the AFC Championship game. I don't think anything would top that experience uh, against the Patriots. But man, it'd be pretty poetic, we'll say. It would be. So, 
Well, all that said, and all the pressure put on this game, uh, on all the German, whatever, uh, uh, pretzels and wiener schnitzels and Oktoberfest, yes. what are your keys to the actual game? Hmm. Um, obviously, we know they have a good defense. Is Judon playing? I haven't no, seen No, he's him. still torn... Uh, torn... Bicep? bicep. Peck, oh, yeah, it's bicep. It's bicep, yeah. pretty sure. Um, obviously, they do have a good defense. It's yeah. not just Judon. Uh, like I say, this is you take you say keep the ball, take the ball. My consistent, pound the ball. Okay. Keep pounding the ball. Yep. Keep going in that run game. We know what JT and Moss, respectively, both of them can do. Yeah. We need to keep feeding them the ball. Yep. And once we do that, we'll get good good opportunities to open up our offense a lot more. I feel like I love it whenever we pass the ball, but I love it whenever we run it more. Yep. As a running back, I love to see that. Even those four or five gruff where Moss looks like he's down to the line and he gets out yep. or JT scoots way past. Mm-hmm. I just love seeing those plays because it gets me excited for what they could do. Um. And I think we just need to keep running that ball to open up so much op- more opportunities for all of our tight ends, our wide receivers, and even, as you said uh, earlier, the extension of the run game yep. is just the pass yep. uh, off to the running backs. And um, and then on defense, uh, hopefully Zaire is back. I th- he should be. It sounded like be. he was real close. Uh, against the Panthers, I mean, he just, looked he looked fine against the Panthers. Yeah. Like he was jumping around and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was real close. And just, yeah, uh, just keep it safe. Yeah, I mean, fair. You playing the Panthers? Yeah. Um, but Zaire, keep that tackling lead. I, I want that for him. I want it for him. Uh, Kenny Moore, keep doing what you do. Uh, who is it? Is it Bourne or whatever his name is? And eighty four. Um, that's that's who he likes to yeah. do too. And then yeah, Smith Schuster also on the outside. Yeah, Smith Schuster. Yeah. Um, so Kenny Moore, keep doing what you do, and then linebackers and safeties keep uh, an eye on Hunter Henry and their other tight end. They're pretty good. So okay. and right. then get pressure to Mac Jones. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, pressure up the middle is what I got. Yeah. Get yeah. in his face, uh, just like all quarterbacks. Uh, but even more so with young quarterbacks, they don't like to get pressured in their face. And so, let's go, Buck. Get in there. Yep. Uh, protect the ball. Take the ball. We have seen over and over. It is a major key to success. Um, and then you're going to want to watch out for the run as well. Stevenson is good, and he can break one off. He even broke one off against their three-point loss uh, to the commandos last week. So uh, watch out for him. You got to stop him. Uh, if you can stop him and force Mac Jones to beat you, now you put him in a position he doesn't want to do. Yep. Um, my other thing is Belichick always likes to figure out your number one option and take it away. Mm-hmm. The question is what is the Colts' number one option? It's the run game just in general, okay. I think. So he's going to stop that. But we have two very capable backs that are slightly different from one another. Mm-hmm. And we have... I wouldn't say slightly. I'd say pretty we different. We have potentially one of the top five offensive lines in their way they're performing right now. Yes. Then the other question is, 
is Josh Downs going to be healthy? Could he be the the one that Belichick is like, no matter what we do, we're not going to get beat by him, right? Yeah. Which then opens up things for other people, Mm -hmm. like Pitt, like Alec, maybe? Yeah. Um, And so watch out for whatever they're going to take away. Here's the deal, though. Guess what? In 2021, JT was the thing to beat. And it still didn't matter. It came down to the end of the game, and everybody knew where the ball was going. And And JT broke it off. JT still broke the ankles of, who was it? It Uh, was... uh, Mayo? Gerard Mayo. It was... Who was thought to actually maybe be the uh, interim head coach if Belichick... Rod Mayo, step in. Who um, they really want is Vrabel. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it was the safety. Uh, no, was it? No, it was Malcolm it was Butler. High Tower. Dante Hightower and Malcolm Butler. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Okay. Didn't matter who it was. Like you can still know what's coming, and it won't matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it needs to be. So yeah, that's agree. my keys to the game. What are uh, your matchups to watch? Um. You said run game. Uh, kind of forgot about Stevenson, not going to lie. Um, so linebackers against him, I'm going to say not necessarily that year because he's kind of all over the place. I'm going to say speed. Okay. Speed against um, Stevenson because I think uh, speed's been doing a lot of run stopping stuff. Well, Zaire, yeah. Zaire sits back in coverage and comes up if he needs to. All right. Um, and then Kenny Moore versus whoever they put him on, whether that be Bourne or Smith-Schuster or whoever it is. Um, and then offensively, I'm going to go Shane Steichen against uh, Belichick. Okay. Because Belichick, I know, does a lot of the coaching, both both offensive yeah. and defensive. But he's def- more defensively minded. Yep. yep. And so Shane against our our quote unquote creative offense yep. because I mean I mean obviously there's Andy Reid offense and Kyle yep. Shanahan offense. That's creative yep. offense. Yeah. But our, this is it's, it's creative. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fresh uh against Belichick. Yeah. I I think it's interesting to that point uh that there was some criticism of the offense because in in the Panthers game because they only scored they I mean they they ran they they had less than two hundred yards of total offense. Yeah still won the game. And so there's some criticism that they kind of let up. They didn't do a whole lot. And, but I'm, I'm thinking about it this way. I think Shane Steichen knew exactly who his next game was against. And he didn't want to put anything out there that could give Bill Belichick any clues as to what might be happening against him. And so I think that uh, Shane Steichen did a coaching move, chess move, in-game to another game. I think that's what he did. So, I'm going to build on that with another coaching uh, thing. I'm going to say Gus Bradley versus Bill O'Brien. Okay. So, the defensive coordinator for the Colts versus the offensive coordinator for... Uh, the Patriots. I think that uh, if Gus Bradley can scheme up some things, he can stay with some pressures and please some things blitz, like that. Please blitz. Um, and you look at the Panthers game, they didn't blitz a ton. They blitzed when necessary. Um, but 
they were able to have this good symbiotic relationship between coverage and pass rush. Yep. Uh, that the pass rush, uh, the coverage would give enough time for the pass rush to get there. The pass rush could get there and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Jalen Jones versus Schuster on the out- Smith Schuster on the outside. Okay. Um, I'm also going to say Buck versus Mac Jones. Good luck, Mac. You're going to get hit by a buck. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Who's your player to track then? Player to track. Um, I'm going to say JT had a big game against, who was it? Uh, the Patriots last time. So I'm going to say he's having another big game. All right. Um, I am going to say Mr. Redshirt Drew Ogletree is going to have a good okay. breakout game. Not only, okay, I'm going to say this. Not only is he going to catch some good passes and have some good yardage and maybe even a touchdown, watch for how he conducts himself in the run block game. Okay. Yeah. Keep your eyes on 85, whether it's a pass to him or we're running the ball. Uh, He does some really good stuff both ways, and I think that's what makes him such a dynamic player, Mm -hmm. uh, how he's willing to embrace everything associated with the true higher uh the uh the the best position in football that encompasses all football the tight end Uh position so your prediction prediction um i'm gonna say it's gonna be a close game 20 21 to We'll say 14, but the Patriots are getting close to scoring a touchdown. So you got Colts. Colts, yes. Right. Um, this may come as a shocker. I'm going to say Colts, 24 to 17. Okay. All right. Well, you will not know what happened in our unstable pick six. I know I couldn't. Find out after this. What is the Nike swoosh? What does it mean? Where did it come from? Very few people know the answer to that question, but everyone knows what it means. It means Nike. Brands are built on what is behind them. With Yellow Moped Studios, I help people find their identity to help them build a better business. Email Kevin at unstableblues.com to get started. Welcome back to the Unstable Pick 6. Before we get into this week's picks, let's take a look at last week. Yes, we both picked the Steelers over the Titans, and we got that one. Both picked the Dolphins over the Chiefs, and we both lost that one. Yep. Uh, we both picked Houston over the Bucks, and that was a good, exciting one. Was. Where a running back came in to be a kicker. Mm-hmm. You got to love that one. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got that one right. Yep. And then next one, both picked the Ravens. Both got that one pretty handily. Yep. Uh, We both picked the Eagles over the Cowboys, and Dak did Dak things and made us right. Yep. And I picked the Bills. And I picked the Bengals. And I got that one, which means... 
Barely. Only by six points. I am now 29 and 25, and... I am 29 and 25. We're so we, over 500 and tied. We had a pretty good week, though. I mean, We did have a good week. Like, uh, one of us only lost one game. Yeah. One of us only had two games. Yeah. Lost. Okay. Hey, it's okay. It's, it's fine. All right. <laughs> well, this... Uh, that means halfway through the season. Okay, so, like, last season, we ended up, after the entire season, completely tied so much so that we had to, like... Give tiebreakers. It, it took it th- took us three, three tiebreakers, tie and yeah. it's, there's still discrepancy of whether that was accurate or not. Oh come um, on! But here we are, halfway through the season, <laughs> we're tied up again. Yeah, but we still have winning records, mm-hmm. so uh, we are actually pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. Also, let me just point out that uh, we played each other in fantasy this we did. week. We did. And we went into Monday, I only had a hundred and, what, eight points? Yeah. And uh, you had... 70-something? 70-something. But I had three players. I had... And you had three players, Brees Hall, I, including Garrett my, Wilson and Justin Herbert. Right, I have three players. It including should have been a win in the bag. Your pers- your uh, your uh, win per like, body was eighty six percent. Yeah, and it just throughout the game just kept slipping down, slipping down, slipping down. It took a little spike there in the yeah. at the end of the or the beginning of the second the, half. Yeah, and then how the Chargers pulled off a win with Justin Herbert only scoring seven points in fantasy. I don't have any idea, and it didn't serve me well. I lost by two points. I got the win, and you showed me that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, How? Oh, my goodness. That was, like, like we both, I think, got beat by almost everyone else in our league if we play anybody mm-hmm. else. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's a week-by-week week thing, though. Yeah, that's right. So, speaking of that, here we go with this week's games. Uh, Browns at Ravens. I'm going to put it simply. Ravens have been looking really good. I'm going Ravens. All right. Um, I am also going to go Ravens. Uh, I think not only do they have the uh, better offense, but their uh, defense is almost just as good as the Browns. Just mm-hmm. different. So yep. um, there you go. Next game, Niners in Jacksonville playing the Jags. This might be a championship preview. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, the way things are looking. Um, but I th- the Jaguars are on an uptick. The Niners are on, you know, kind of a slump, but they're coming off the, uh, uh, coming off the bye. So, but it is an East Coast game thing, but it's off the bye. So I'm going to go Niners. I'm going Niners. I'm sticking with them. They need to get this one. I, I talked myself into it. You were with it the whole time. All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Houston at the Bengals. Uh, CJ Stroud's coming off a big week. Normally, rookies after a big week don't do the greatest because they get big-headed. Uh, I think Mr. Iceboro is going to do it in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. I, here's the thing. This is, This is shaping up to be a really good game. If Houston can pull this off, watch out. Mm-hmm. But their kicker is out again, and this game might come down to stuff like that. Uh, and so I'm going to go Bengals. They're at home too. Yep. Uh, next game, Saints in Minnesota playing the Vikings. Yeah, this one's interesting now with uh, Dobbs at QB and uh, the Saints kind of they're on a two-game win streak after some troubles. I'm going to say 
that the Vikings get this done. Yeah. Um, Dobbs, I love Dobbs as a quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. How he manages to do the stuff he does. (laughs) He's like Kyler Murray in a bigger body, just not as fast. All right. But he still has legs. Yeah. I love watching him. And I'm going to go Vikings too. All right. Um, Packers at Steelers, a, uh, I think, 2010 championship rematch. uh, Hmm. rematch. Um, Both have different quarterbacks. Yeah. (laughs) Mitchell Trubisky and Jordan Love. Uh, Both of these teams are kind of like, okay, which version of this team you get? You get in the good team, you get in the bad team. Right. I'm going to say the Steelers just because they're at home and their defense looks more consistent than anything that the Packers have. Yeah, I think, honestly, the Packers are uh, they're in a world of problems right now. And yeah. so I'm going to go Steelers. I think that they've got uh, better uh, better coaching, better uh, front office mm-hmm. and everything like that. And that can make a difference sometimes. Yeah. Last game, Lions at Chargers. Um. So it's it's another tough one. Mm-hmm. It's the battle of the the uh, the light blues here. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Lions going to get this done. Um, I think that you know the Chargers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be the Lions getting it done. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. Uh, they, they, I think they've got the better defense mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Aiden Hutchinson's a beast. Yep. Um, I agree with you. I'm going lines as well. I'm going to say the, my reasoning being the Chargers have been so underwhelming. They have this, they have a stacked roster. They have an amazing roster. The injuries hurt them. Justin Herbert hasn't been healthy and I don't know how long. Yeah. Something's been up with him. He can't throw the ball right. And they can't only run the ball. Their offense has just been underperforming majorly, and their defense is the only thing that's keeping them alive. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, uh, the Lions' defense is good, so Chargers' defense, Chargers' offense isn't going to do anything. And the Lions' offense, we know, is really good with some young talent. Yep. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, we will talk about what happened in Germany. Have an in-season installment of the Niners' Neighborhood as the Colts have a bye. Plus, we're going to stay the stalemate in the unstable pick six, so you'll have to come back next week to see if we're going to change at all. Yeah. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.